0: hey it's Vince Um, I want to talk about my strategy that I have been using for GFP and also for you know the strategy I've been kind of feeding to my mastermind and and give this to you and I'm trying to be as generous you know as I can through this period of time and obviously you know I can't talk to everyone one-on-one but Trying to give you as much value as as possible as to get through this time because I just this is a threat to you know our industry it's a threat to all industries really of what's going on right now um, but I, I kind of wanted to just share the, the the strategy and the overall approach that I've been taking uh, some of this will be a repeat to one of my other podcasts if you haven't listened to it but um, one of the most important things that I've been doing is repeating myself I've been repeating myself to my mastermind I've been repeating myself to my team I've been repeating myself to my clients and you should be repeating yourself a lot too because it's the best way to communicate in memorable portable ways and again love him or hate him Donald Trump got elected because of his campaign slogan Right. And the things he said during his campaign slogan. What was I'm going to give you a second to think about it. What was Donald Trump's campaign slogan? Okay, got it. All right. Now tell me what Jeb Bush's was. Now tell me what Marco Rubio's was. What was Hillary Clinton's? Right. So you all know what Donald Trump was. And all he did was just repeat that over and over and over and over again. And that is a a wonderful example of communication. Because you remembered it. And when you remember something, you can understand it. One of my mentors, Andy Stanley, said, memorable is portable. Memorable is portable. Just staying on the Trump thing. Again, love him or hate him. I'm just telling you right now, I didn't vote for him. But this is what was the other thing he wanted to do? Trump kept saying over and over again, he's going to do this. He's going to do this. Right? And it was build a wall. Right? He's build a wall. And like, was he really going to build a wall? Like, what were you, when he said build a wall, what you were envisioning is this like great wall of China in between the border of the US and Mexico. Like, no, that's not what's going to happen. But that's what he kept saying, but you understood it, right? You understood it, that he was going to do things with immigration. And that was, like, one of the geniuses in his campaign. Again, not saying that, like, I'm a fan, but the reality is he was brilliant in the way he communicated. And so one of the best ways that you can communicate is to find memorable things and repeat them over and over again. So I'm going to talk about my kind of core strategy, and some of them will be repeats from one of my other podcasts that I've said, but I'm kind of going to go with my overall strategy. So the first one I went over is I I keep talking to my mastermind members and my team about being the lighthouse, being the lighthouse, and I keep saying over and over again, be the lighthouse, be the lighthouse, be the lighthouse. And right now, people are begging to be led. People are begging to be led, and they want someone to step up that they can plug into and get energy from. And not a lot of people have the ability to do that. And if you have the ability to do that this is going to be a successful venture for you because when this is over, the amount of trust that you'll have built with the people that were following and tuning into you, results will be extraordinary. So the lighthouse example is this, is that envision your clients right now in, in a boat in really, really rough waters, a hundred miles off the shore. And they only, they can't see the shore, but they can see the lighthouse because it's high and there's a light. And they're 100 miles off the shore and the water's rough and it's coming over the top of their boat. And it's really, it's pitch black out. They can't see anything. And it's very, very uncertain as to what is going to happen. But they have the hope. And the hope is that lighthouse. And that lighthouse is shining bright and it's shining high. And they have this hope that as long as they can see the lighthouse they know they can get back to shore and so think about what you could do to be that for your clients right and and you have this unbelievable thing that you're helping them protect during this really tough time and that is their own health and you're teaching them potentially life-saving things you're potentially s- saving their life by teaching them about immunity. You're potentially saving their life about teaching them that sleep builds immunity and that most of the time people just let everything go when they're in these circumstances and you're going to be the one that's going to not just deliver, they know the message, but are you the one that can keep continually bringing in that message to keep it on the forefront of their minds and get, actually get them to do it? So that's the first visual And the first kind of main principle of my strategy is that you be that lighthouse. Now, the second thing is your mindset, your leadership mindset. And your leadership mindset is comprised of of three things that I've gone over before. And I'm going to go over them very quickly. One is Jocko-like discipline. Two is productive paranoia. And three is Disney-like creativity. And... If you can, during this time, be disciplined, be creative, and have productive paranoia, meaning that you're not thinking this thing's going to end next week, and you're preparing for it to go a lot longer than you want it to go. Those are things. So, so refer back to. I, I go much deeper in those three things uh, to um, in another podcast. Go back a couple episodes and listen to that one. But that's this kind of the second tier. Of my leadership mindset when you're going through this and then the third part which is the main thing I'll talk about today is your strategy through this and a strategy is a plan for success it's kind of like you know if uh, if someone's gonna build a build a house it's like this the strategy is like the blueprint for the house right we're not gonna build a good house without some kind of a drawing that was Looked at by the contractor and the architect, and they sign off on it, and they're like, yep, this is the plan for the house. So you got to have an overall strategy for how you're going to win and how you're going to survive through this. So this is my four-part strategy for you. So number one is you must, you must, you must preserve what you currently have. So you have something very wonderful that a lot of businesses don't. Uh, you have something called recurring revenue, most of you, hopefully you do. And if you've been following me for a while, hopefully you have that. But you have recurring revenue, meaning that you have something to keep. If you were just, if if you ran a business where everyone just paid by the session and every time they ran, and I used to run my business like this when I was Junior Fields, but every time they would show up to the gym, they'd throw you a 20 on the desk and then they go home, well that's 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 a tough spot to be in right now, but now you have people on monthly payments you have people on contract, you're people that have been are used to paying you monthly and now you're in this position where okay you can't they can't train at your gym, but you have the opportunity to keep them going in a different form in an online form and you already have them under payment under contract. Now what you just need to do is you need to create value equal to what they were paying before in just a different way. In a different way. And I'll tell you this, we have more communication with our clients right now than we've ever had. I believe we're providing more value today than we've been providing for the last 10 years because our customer service is at you know, an all-time high. So that's really number one, is preserve what you currently have. So if you have income coming in, do your best to keep it. At this point, not to say you shouldn't do this in the, in, in the future, but at this point right now, you shouldn't lower your prices. You should keep people as is. And there's going to be some people that have to hold, and that's, that's just a part of business. Right? But the reality is you have people that are committed to you, have bought into you, are used to paying you, and now what you need to do is you need to v- match the value of what they're paying in a different way, in a different form. And so you have to start being creative and thinking about, all right, what are ways... And if you think that this is about online workouts, you're going to lose. You're going to lose the battle if you think that preserving your clients through this time is about online workouts and is about the X's and O's and the sets and reps of your online workouts and about the lighting of your online workouts and about, you know... It's not about that. That's part of it. That's a piece of it. But it, it's really about the care. It's really about the engagement. And it's, and it's really about the community that you can build during this really tough time in their lives. And so there should be things you created of like, what are you doing to, you know, okay, you're providing online workouts, but are you also doing yoga and stuff like that that's going to help them de-stress? Are you doing things to help with their mindset, and get like I'm doing with you, and getting them to think about these things in a different way? Are you doing things that, you know, hey, we had an online, uh, one of my uh, team members, Tom, created this thing called Jeopardy, and we did a Zoom called Jeopardy, and he, he literally pasted a, a, posted a picture of Alex Trebek and put his face on it and said, we're doing Jeopardy tonight at 9 o'clock. We had like 30 people show up to online zoom jeopardy have you ever done that before no way we have not either so there's so number one is preserving what you currently have and it is not going online it's not just going online in, in terms of online workouts it's providing the experience it's creating the community it's driving engagement all of these things are part of it, and what the overall thing of to do to preserve what you currently have in terms of keeping the amount of clients you have is all about value. Is all about value, and what are you doing to continue to heap on the value? Well, maybe that check in call once a week is all you the value they need. And I don't know, it's going to be different for different people, right? Some people just value the online workouts. But I do think that the majority of people will value the human connection side of this. Will value your generosity. Will value your leadership. Will value your, value your effort. They will value your effort. They will be watching you and, and pending they can afford to continue to come, they will be watching your effort and watching how hard you are trying to give them value. And and you will get credit for that. You will get a lot of credit for that. So number one in this strategy is preserve what you currently have. And the second part of this is preserving liquidity. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a business um, lesson here. Okay, So liquidity is different than the cash that you have in your bank account. Liquidity is the cash that you have plus the cash that you have available to you. So I've said this in other podcasts, but if you're not looking at the Paycheck Protection Act or whatever, Paycheck Protection Plan or whatever it's called, um, that's a serious mistake. You should be calling your banker and asking them to participate in the Paycheck Protection Act because it's literally like giving free money. So definitely look into that. But part of this is when I'm saying preserve what you currently have is protecting yourself financially financially. And one of the ways that you protect yourself financially is, is to improve your liquidity. Is to improve your liquidity. And so that's uh, doing things like getting a line of credit from your local bank. That's doing things like what I just mentioned, the Paycheck Protection Act. Um, that's you know, managing your current expenses and not um, spending and you know, holding back on things that you're spending on. And I've even heard people with tons of money that are doing this you know the people that i thought was like oh they don't have a financial worry in the world and they're like holding back on stuff so be smart be smart with your money knowing that this lasts a long time do you have enough cash or access to cash um to go there's the whole disaster loan out there which are all at favorable interest rates and things like that so That that's you have to protect yourself financially. Negotiating your lease. No reason why you shouldn't negotiate your lease right now. Landlords are all getting help. The landlords are getting help from the government, from the banks. You might as well take advantage of that too. So negotiate your lease if you have to take part-time employees and bring their hours down. You got to do that. You have to protect the liquidity. Liquidity is such an important thing right now, and you got to make sure that you have. Available cash and cash on hand and, um, and protecting yourself. So that's the first part of the strategy is retain what you have. Retain what you have. And the second thing is to find ways to make new money. Find ways to make new money. Now, one of the things you know, that a lot of people are doing is you know, online training. Right, and one of the things I really want to make a huge point about is not to um, not to cloud the experience that you're providing to the current members are paying for you, and then to give the same product to others at the same price. That is a very important thing. What I think you should do is, cre- if you're going to create a new business and create new revenue, you should be creating a, a totally different um, way to, to earn money. So if you think about like, if your clients are paying you for private one-on-one or small group zoom calls, well, and then you go and you have a, a, a service that you start that's, you know, just live group workouts or, um, access to a membership site or, um, um, Individual programming, where you write them a program, that's one thing. That should be a separate thing. So, try to almost like think about branching out to a whole new network of people and creating almost like a different product than what your clients are getting. Because it's you know, it, it, it's 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 a tough time these days, and people are holding back on what they're spending money on. And I'm not a huge fan. Uh, don't do not cannibalize what you got. Do not cannibalize what you have. But that doesn't mean that you can't create a new product and a new service that provides value um, to your clients. And one of the ways we're doing it right now is through a, a sports performance site. When we're also doing you know, online training where we're you know, just really, literally, just giving people a workout program and they're doing the workout program on their own at their house. They're not getting coaching from us like our members are. Literally, our members are getting the same thing they're getting. They were getting before, they're getting workouts with a trainer, with a small group ratio, personalized workout, and they're getting it. It's just in a different form. It's on Zoom instead of in person. But they're still getting the same product. So think about other ways that you could earn money and maybe those things turn into stuff that you keep. So your strategy, first part is the strategy is to retain what you currently have. The second part of the strategy is to create new ways to earn money, okay? And know that the smarter you are, and I'm not saying you shouldn't make money during this time, but the smarter you are with retaining and the smarter you are with your own liquidity and, and, and the smarter you are with taking advantage of the stuff that the government is going to give to you, like the Paycheck Protection Act, um, the less you have to be beating people down the door to give you 99 bucks for an online program. Because you know, at the end of the day, too, when you're charging forty nine or ninety nine bucks for an online program, you're end up playing a volume game right now. And good luck with that right now as a local business. It's not impossible, but local communities usually aren't volume plays. And when you're charging forty nine bucks and ninety nine bucks, it becomes that. So, that's number two: is have some kind of a strategy to grow. Number three is to prepare. Your business for when you return. Here is, what I, here is what I don't want you to do. Some of you listening to this went into this, um, into this COVID crisis with a member on your team that you were thinking about getting rid of. Please don't do this. Please don't end that crisis with that person. Please don't end that crisis. This is a gift. This is a gift. This is the way that you actually can get rid of. There is no time. There's no time right now for people that you don't want on your team. Just get them off, right? That I'm doing everything I can, everything I can to keep my current team members paid and happy and successful, And but... If there's someone I didn't want, they're gone. Totally gone. Not thinking twice about it. So prepare your business right now. You have the time to prepare your business for what you want it to look like when you come back. Also know that when you come back, there's a really good chance that you are not it's not going to be business as usual. That there's a really good chance that your um, business is going to have restrictions on it in terms of how many people you can have in the gym, in terms of what you have to do for cleaning, uh, in terms of what the ratio is, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what's going to be. I have no idea. But start to think about it, and it may end up looking like what you ended it with. Right? What were they telling you to do? What were the restrictions when you had to? Uh, when they said you can run your business, but You have to do this, 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 and this. Well, there's a good chance that that's what it's going to be like when you start back up. So don't think it's going to be business as usual when you start back up, but have the plan in place and start thinking about it now on how you're going to structure your business when you return. I'm going to tell you right now, there's a really good chance, and I'm almost positive about this, that we are not going to do large group training when we return. There's a really good chance of that and that we may continue it online. So start start to think about what the business looks like. Are there systems right now that you have, that you know you know are broken or you know are inefficient, and are there ways that you could be working on that stuff? Is this online thing a thing you're going to continue, right? And is this something that you're going to add to your current um, service? And it's probably not a bad idea. So remember, there's not all bad that comes from this. This is you know sometimes these crises can create big opportunities for you. So, um, that's number three is to start to think about setting your business up. Another way to do it is, you know, by the end of this thing, you know, the economy is going to be tough, but there's gonna be a lot of people that are really out of shape. A lot of, you know, maybe you're, you're going to keep your current members in shape, but think about someone that doesn't have any guidance right now in their fitness. Think about that. What are they doing? They're just sitting in their house all day, and they're, maybe they're going for a walk to get outside, but are they thinking about what they're eating? They're just you're, you know A lot of times people increase their bad food intake during a crisis. They eat lots of sugar, right? There's going to be a lot of people out of shape. A lot of people out of shape after this. And a lot of people that aren't going to want a gym membership to just... Think of it. They don't want a membership at a gym to go hop on the elliptical. They've had that. Most people have some kind of a cardio equipment in their house, right? They've had access to that, right? So now they're just going to another building to do it. No, they're going to want guidance. They're going to want instruction. They're going to want you. They're going to want someone telling them what to do. And if you have the reputation to be the best coaches in your area, that's a great thing for you. It's a really great thing. So be prepared for that. And I would be, start collecting information from people right now. What's something of value that you could create? What's something of value that you could create right now and give it away for free? And build some trust right now. And when you do open, the trust was already given and now there's a bridge. Well before you got that, you know, lead magnet or ebook or whatever you wrote, video series, and you know, you couldn't come train to the gym and now we're open and would you like to come in? Coupon for a free month. Check it out. Whatever. So set your number three is start to think about now of what it looks like, what's different, what's the same, who's there, who's not there, who's in different seats. Start to think about that. And uh, number four thing is bring value to your community. Bring value to your community. Think about as a local business of how you can serve your community. What are the things you can do? Can you support other businesses? Can you support other people? Are there things that you can create? I've seen some really great things by some gyms that have raised money for the main street and done some really, really cool things. So think about what value you could bring to your community because at the end of this whole thing, you're going to look at, you know, you almost got to give yourself a score, right? what's this what's the score you know how well did you keep you know yourself together how well did you keep your team together how well did you keep your clients together how well did you contribute to the community how well did you uh, contribute to social distancing right you can give yourself a score on how you did and you're going to want to look back and you want to give yourself a really good score for how you handled yourself and your business you know during a really really difficult time um they say that um adversity um doesn't build character. Adversity reveals character. And so how you handle yourself in situations like this is a real measure of you know, who you are. And so there's lots of, lots of things to do, lots of things that you can get back. And at the end of the day, remember, remember this, and I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts. At the end of the day, when you're going through a tough time, when you're going through a tough time, take the focus off yourself and just shift it to others. When you're going through a tough time, take the focus off yourself and shift it to others. Now, I want to tell you a secret. I'm talking to myself, not you. I'm talking to myself. I'm not sitting here on this high horse saying, I only think about other people all the time. No, I am selfish. And there's times where I get in my own head. And there's times where I get overwhelmed. And immediately, when I find myself doing that, Immediately, I get into this mindset of, all right, I'm just in my own head and being thinking about only Vince Gabriel lives in this world and not anyone else. And it's something you need to train yourself to do because you can shift your mind really, really quickly when you just take the focus off yourself and focus on other people. So, that is my strategy for surviving and thriving through the COVID. Be the lighthouse. Have Jocko-like discipline, have productive paranoia, have Disney-like creativity, retain what you currently have, grow your business, Um, (laughs) um, focus and plan on what your business is going to be like when you return, and get out in your community and give value to your community and other people, and um, this ain't easy what we're doing. This ain't easy. It's not easy being a gym owner at this time, but hopefully this podcast sheds some light and gives you some direction on how to move forward. Thanks so much.